You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jared. And, uh, you know, we started this podcast to help people learn more about persecution and find out how they can pray for our persecuted family. Now, we've been talking about different countries on the World Watch List. And if you don't know, or if it's been a while uh, since you've been reminded, the World Watch List is a ranking of the top 50 most dangerous countries in which to live as a Christian. Right. And so this week, we are talking about the number 19 country. But number 19, number 20, and number 21 all come from the same area of the world. And so over the next few weeks, we'll be talking a lot about Southeast Asia. Now, these are the first countries from Southeast Asia that we will talk about. And I bring this up because the research from the 2020 World Watch List shows that Asia is a region with growing hostility toward Christians. And you'll see that in what we discuss over the next few weeks. So let's talk about number 19, Myanmar. Now, Myanmar is enduring the longest civil war in the world with several ethnic insurgent armies currently fighting for independence. Now, when most people hear about Myanmar, they might think of the Rohingya crisis and for a good reason. And for those of you who maybe have never heard of the Rohingya crisis or or just forget, the Rohingya are an ethnic Muslim uh, population within Myanmar that have largely fled the country, and about 700,000 of them are now refugees in Bangladesh. And this guy made got lots of news coverage, international news coverage, and it's been decried around the world. And so uh, it, it's really brought Myanmar to the attention of the world. And now the interesting thing about this, and, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but within the Rohingya, being an ethnic population, there are those who have come to faith in Jesus Christ. And those Mm -hmm. are now doubly persecuted because they're being persecuted for their ethnicity as a Rohingya, but then they're persecuted because they're no longer Muslim. They've chosen to follow Jesus Christ. And so that's a whole other topic. Yeah. uh, But that adds uh, to those Christians who are being persecuted. And at the same time, the Rohingya aren't the only minorities being affected. Uh, In the Kachin, Karen, and Shan states, the continuing war against insurgencies has deeply affected what is a mostly Christian population. So because of this, right now, more than 100,000 Christians in the north live in internally displaced person camps and are deprived of access to food and health care. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with internally displaced persons, uh, internally displaced people camps, those are uh, like refugees, but they haven't gone into another country. They're within their own country. And so they've had to flee their homes, they've had to flee their villages, and they've had to find refuge somewhere else within the country. And saying all of that, the the crazy thing that has been reported, and a really sad thing, is that these internally displaced people camps have actually, women in particular, have faced increased amounts of danger. In March of 2019, Human Rights Watch, which is an organization, that watches human rights, published a report about how the predominantly Christian catching girls are being trafficked and sold as brides in China. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of tricked into work. They they need to get money for their family. 
and they, they think they're getting a job and then they end up being trafficked and sold to men in China because there's a population issue in China where they have far too many men and not enough women. And so it's a, it's a really uh, dangerous situation for Christian women and girls. And a driving force of persecution in Myanmar is religious nationalism, which is led by a group called Mabata. So this group has nationalist agendas and calls fellow religionists to defend the country against any perceived threats, which might include minorities like Christians. While the group has been banned, it's still very much active in Myanmar. And so the increased emphasis on Buddhism has also meant increased persecution for Christians. In some instances, Buddhist monks have invaded church compounds and built Buddhist shrines inside. Converts are persecuted by their Buddhist, Muslim, or tribal families and communities because they left their former belief and have therefore removed themselves from community life. And communities who are aiming to stay Buddhist only make life for Christian families impossible by not allowing them to use community water resources. Church groups uh, experience opposition, especially those that are located in the rural areas or who might be known for proselytizing and evangelizing. The government tries to act against radical Buddhist monks, but there's mixed signals. And during the, uh, the 2020 reporting period for the World Watch List, uh, it was determined that radical monks do enjoy the support of the army. And then to make things even worse, as everything right now, the COVID-19 pandemic hits. And what that means for churches in rural areas is limited access to emergency supplies, limited access to uh, food and medicine and things like that. And, you know, we've talked about COVID-19 and the persecuted church at length, uh, both on the podcast and on our blog. And there's a post that goes into detail about COVID-19 in Myanmar on the Open Doors blog, which you can find on our website. But to sum it up, with limited access to these emergency supplies, uh, Open Doors partners have been working to bring in uh, emergency relief. And during the rainy season, there's flooding in the areas. They have to be delivered by boat. The whole situation can create a real feeling of isolation for these Christians. You know, in the last uh, just week or two, we, we actually received a, a report about a Christian camp for children in Myanmar. And so I want to tell you a little about, about that. You know, it's hard to imagine uh, a silent children's camp, but that's exactly what is happening at this Christian camp. See, when the Buddhist neighbors complained about the noise made by the kids singing and taking part in camp activities, the camp essentially went silent. Uh, the children can no longer sing out loud or make a noise while playing or doing activities. If the neighbors hear uh, any noise from the camp, they uh, plan to file a complaint against our, our local partner, Dan, who runs the camp, and his family with the local authorities. Now, campers sit quietly in a circle while the volunteers tell them stories from the Bible. We have so much joy in learning the Word of God and so much fun with the activities, Dan says. Now the children know the truth and receive, and, and some have received salvation through Jesus Christ. When they grow up, they will teach the same to their friends in the villages. In the future, Dan plans to reach out to more children. His heart for the children and, and ministry to bring children to Jesus Christ needs a lot of prayer support. Okay, so let's do that. Let's uh, spend some time praying. So, like you say, let's pray for Dan and for this camp ministry, and let's pray that they reach more children with the good news of Christ. Yeah, and you, know, we want to pray, pray for the displaced Christians in Myanmar. We want to pray that God would pr protect them and provide for them. Specifically, pray for these women who are being trafficked 
and uh, and just pray that God would protect his church in Myanmar. And let's pray for an end to the civil war and that Christians would experience a greater level of freedom of religion in the nation of Myanmar. Let's pray. Lord God, we bring before you your church in Myanmar. We thank you for the courage of those believers and we pray today that you will continue to protect and strengthen them. We think of this camp ministry that uh, is being forced to to be quiet and silent as people are disliking the sounds of joyful children. And Lord, we pray that the ministry of Dan would bear much fruit in the future and that these kids would grow up to know just how much you love them. And we pray that this love would be uh, reflected in their own lives, Lord, and that they they would be the beginning of a discipleship movement for, for Myanmar believers. Lord, we pray for those who are displaced and suffering in IDP camps. We pray that you will protect them and provide for their needs, give them access to food and health care. Lord, may they not be uh, hurting or harmed, but Lord, we pray that their testimony would strengthen uh, their uh, the other people in these camps and that, Lord, your Holy Spirit would have such a strong presence there that these Christians would be strengthened and given peace and comfort in their time of need. Lord, for the nation as a whole, we pray today that you would end the civil war, that there would be peace and that Christians there would uh, begin to uh, experience freedom of religion. May they be allowed to share their faith openly. May they be allowed to uh, express their joy that they have a relationship with you. We trust you for miracles. We pray uh, that your Holy Spirit would move in Myanmar and strengthen your church there. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to review and subscribe and share it with someone else so more people can be praying for our persecuted family around the world. Thanks for listening. See you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved, and then click Prayer.